We're talking about Kentucky football today. Oh my. Uh, ooh, doggy. They are coming off an absolute dismantling of the Florida Gators. They bring a 5 and 0 top 25 swagger into Sanford Stadium in what yes, sir. is doomed to be a bloodbath that's going to happen on Saturday night. Is it really going to be that? Let's get into it today on Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Locked On Bulldogs, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. They're fantastic. Mm. They're glorious. More about them in a moment. But we are talking, it's, it's very simple. Yeah. Right? We're, we're talking Kentucky mm-hmm. week. We're talking about how Kentucky did just dismantle Florida, but they're coming in high on their horse and should not be. But they... They flapping the gums. Yeah. <laughs> they, they come and they the they're gonna talk first, and then they're gonna play football a bit later. Real quick, just a quick survey of sneak peek of segment two. How has it gone when people flap their gums at Kirby Smart and Georgia over the entirety of his tenure? How has that gone for them over the last twenty two consecutive? I would say it's gone poorly over the last uh, thirty four out of the last thirty five. I'd say hey, equally poorly. We have the first half winner, Shane Beamer. The yes. first quarter winner, mm-hmm. old Hugh. Mm-hmm. Maybe Kentucky can take the first two games or uh, two two minutes. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about that. And then we're going to talk about what Georgia needs to do this Saturday. Um, so thanks for being here. If you're part of the podcast, subscribe to the audio as well as the YouTube. Helps your boys out quite a bit. Get over on the subtext. You can find all the details in the description as well as get over on Twitter with us. We are giving news insight. And this week, a special, special time. Daniel, because it's just, you get as you started talking about the game, you couldn't help. I just can't help but smile. I'm I'm so excited. Your boys and some extra boys. There, there your boys is and a, their boys. There is a caravan of boys. The Smith boys, the Monroe boys, the Shamblin mm-hmm. boys. We're all going to converge. Meet all in Athens. Let's see what happens. In God's country. I That's can right. tell you what's going to happen if you'd like a preview. I, not now. Not now. Subtext. Mm-hmm. Wait for the text. We'll get over there. Hey, we would love to reach out, tailgate. Um, love yeah, to connect do. with you. Um, so um Gurf, we will have our children with us. So just plan activities accordingly. Thank you. Please and thank you. We are talking about Kentucky. They are five and oh. Um, I wonder if you're listening to this podcast as a fan of another football team. Is your team five and oh? I'm just Quick asking question. quickly Quick for question. a friend because I don't think there's many Missouri fans entering the chat. No, they're not here. So, um, yeah. So, welcome, Alabama one time fan. Last year, Alabama fan, how you doing? Welcome, We're Alabama fan. But the undefeated teams are talking now. Yeah. So, if you could just All step right. over to the side. So, Daniel, yeah. let's start here. The mm-hmm. East looks to be, it appears to be, two team race: Kentucky and Georgia. I mean, Missouri is. I mean, technically, has not lost a game yet. Tennessee obviously still controls their own destiny in the East, sure. but sure. I don't, but, you know, it ain't Florida. I'll tell you that it, it ain't, it ain't the Florida Gators. That ain't who's going to be winning the East Kentucky fans. Can hey, we, can hey, we agree on that? Hey, you just wait 
till old Sunbelt Billy Billy's starts getting get his coaching belt. staff and getting his players and getting his play calling and getting his system in. It's been a couple of years, but just wait. These um, are the two best teams in the East, to your point. I believe that is Thank absolutely you. true. These are the two best teams in the East, colliding in Sanford Stadium, night game on Saturday night. Um, <laughs> uh, let's talk about Kentucky first. What When you when – you, Got to shake it out. When you get the feel for Kentucky football, when you watch this team, which I know you have multiple times this year. Yes. When you watch this team, what do you see? What are your main takeaways on first glance at this Kentucky football team? Uh, guys, the, the moment is not too big for them. They are welcome. It, I'm going to say the same thing I say every single year because it's true every single year. The program at Kentucky is very predictable, and sometimes predictability is bad. Other times it's really good. They give themselves a shot every single game, every yep. single game. They are fundamentally sound tacklers. They are fundamentally sound up front on defense. They are fundamentally sound in the run game, and they are tenacious, and they love playing. This is Stoops coached Kentucky. Guys, get used to it. And it's the same exact, but just now with talented transfers in. They have the foundation, and now they have extra pieces. Running back, quarterback, a couple other defensive guys transferred in. They love to play the style of ball that, that Kirby is famous for. Now, they think they could do it better than Kirby. This is going to be, especially come up, coming off of Auburn week, this is going to be the point of contention with the run rush defense. But mm -hmm. just on first glance, this is a well-coached, well-disciplined, and I, I, they're excited. Daniel, this is a truly, they feel, rightly or wrongly, they're not mm -hmm. delusional like Auburn fan. Auburn fan's delusional. Yep. Kentucky fan actually has the right, and Kentucky player has the right to say, we could. We belong here. We belong here. This They've, is where the top of the East is where we belong. And guys, they do. They're a, they're a good team, a real, real good team. They are coming into Athens. I, this is, this is going to sound dumb. And like, of course they are. Every team is blah, blah, blah. I get it. But there's something different. And if you've ever played sports, you and I both know it. it they're coming into Athens to win this game. Like not to compete against the best, to measure themselves against the number one team in the country. They're coming in Athens to win this game. They believe that they're going to win this game. And it's yeah. a Mark Stoops team. It's got Mark Stoops fingerprints all over it. And it all starts um, with Ray Davis, Clint, who is the best back in the SEC. And I apologize to no one. For making that statement, we apologize for thinking it was somebody from old. We Miss. apologize. That's our bad. Yeah, absolutely. Ray Davis is the best back in the SEC, and it is by several miles. Kirby compared him to DeAndre Swift uh, in his presser, and I don't think that's an unfair comparison at I all. I see no lie. He's 5'10, he's 220, 215, 220. He's got size to him, but the change of direction that he has is elite absolutely you saw him do things to florida defenders that is is criminal like just criminal activity as a matter of fact two more broken tackles add to the, right now currently two more broken tackles are made uh he's a problem he runs behind an offensive line that is a problem and Kentucky absolutely knows who they are and they know who they want to be they're going to come in to Sanford yep. Stadium and they're going to try to hit Georgia in the mouth and um and run the football. Now, are they going to try to get a little bit creative with their game plan? Probably being that this is a road game. It's not a home game. Being this is a different atmosphere. It's a different team. Yes. But make no mistake. Kentucky's not going to try to get cute. They they believe that their best yep. is better 
than Georgia's best. They believe that their best offense is better than Georgia's best defense, and they're going to come in and try to do what they do. And it's going to be up to Glenn Schumann, Kirby Smart, and these Georgia defenders to stop them. And because, so, because honestly, like, no joke, I know they have Devin Leary now. I get it. Don't think they're coming in slinging the ball 30 times against us. They won't. I guarantee you they won't. They will line up and say, let's go. Devin Leary was nine for 20 for 69 yards and a t- and one touchdown against Florida. Nine completions for 69 yards. The heart of the defense for Florida is the front seven, not the back it, four. No, and like it was just there it wasn't even a thought to throw the football against Florida. He did have 20 pass attempts, only completed nine and only for 69 yards. There's nothing down the field. Devin Leary, I thought, was going to open up the Kentucky offense a bit more, but it turns out he's, so far this year, he has looked a lot more like a game manager whose job it is to get them in the right calls, get them in the right sets, and then not screw it up for Mark Stoops. And to his credit, he's been doing a great job of that. Uh, Best thing Devin Leary did was convince old running back to come with him. That's the best thing he did. Come on. Come on. Uh, We're going to come back right after these, talk about what Georgia needs to do. But first, these. And these are, in fact, Game Time. Game Time's fantastic. Guess who used Game Time just recently to snag some a six-pack, a cool six-pack. A cool six-pack of tickets. Maybe you're yep. trying to come down to Athens Town. Maybe you're trying okay. to get into this night game festivities. Maybe you're thinking to yourself, it's too late. All the good deals are gone. There's nowhere that I could go to get those last-minute tickets. I'll probably have to try to scalp them from somebody on the bridge wearing an oversized coat. Don't. Don't do that. By any means, don't do that. Go to the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app today. Log in, create an account, use the code Locked On College, and you're not only going to get the best deal on the best seats. And and trust us, your boys compared all the different apps. We, we're trying to say we went over six different we, sites and apps. We had multiple phones, multiple screens. We had everything open. It looked like NASA over here. We're trying to acquire tickets. We compared all the different apps. Game time, legitimately the best price, the best deal out there. And so not only are you going to get that, but you enter the promo code locked on college and you're going to get $20 off that best price. Download the game time app locked on college for $20 off your first purchase. All right, so that's what we think Kentucky is about, and we have no evidence to the contrary. Mike Stoops comes in, starts wanting Devin Lear to win the game, 30 attempts. It is going to be not only outside of character, it's going to be an out-of-body experience. To see if him Georgia is able to stuff the run and put the game in Devin Leary's hands, you and I will be dancing in the aisles by the midway through the second quarter. We Security will be called on somebody in our section. <laughs> May not be us. May not be us. Somebody else might start. But we'll be involved. I will be. (laughs) Clint will be involved. (laughs) Okay. Ask the Alabama fan sitting near us at the 2021 National Championship game. Let the record will be involved. (laughs) We never touched two elderly gentlemen at Vanderbilt and let the record state. I never made a action (laughs) towards that Alabama fan. I did look him down for a solid minute and 30. Just dead eye contact. 26 carries for 280. 10.8 yards per carry on 26 carries. Now, Daniel, are you talking about Georgia's 
defense's statistics against Auburn last it's week? It's basically talking, the same. Or are you talking about Kentucky's rush offense last week against Florida? Which one are you talking about? I'm talking about Ray Davis. Oh. But Georgia's defensive allowance versus Auburn was virtually just as egregious. And so well, that on first great. glance, it appears to be a perfect storm against the Georgia defense. I don't necessarily think that's the case, and I don't think you do either, Clint. No, sir. So talk to the people about what's different about this matchup and what gives you some confidence as a Georgia fan that the defense, who looked bad last week, we agree on that. We have different levels of bad but that we feel, but we agree that Georgia defense looked bad last week. But we're both fairly confident in the defense moving into this week. Uh, talk to the people about why. Hugh Freeze is Jim Harbaugh when he was with the Niners and Ashford as well as Thorne are Colin Kaepernick. Okay. The reason why the Niners are so good at rush is they had a great offensive line, a great running back and a quarterback that added an element of the rush. I ask you, Daniel, is Kentucky even close with Devin Leary to add any element of the rush? No, zero, not a chance. Now, Georgia fan, you're not going to like this because this has been the moniker for a decade. And I think that ghost is behind us because, again, every college quarterback ought to have the ability to be able to be elusive in the pocket. You've seen Carson Beck do it. He slid a little too early when he was scrambling this last week, but he has elusiveness in the backfield. There's no more statues. Drew uh, uh, Bledsoe is not a quarterback anymore in college football. Correct. Or he football. was replaced. He was replaced. <laughs> um, but the reason why Kentucky, I think this is a different ball game, is because it's more of a power run game. It's not a misdirection run game. If you look mm. at Auburn, the thing that Auburn did really well was misdirection run game, pulling guards, pulling tackles, and that is called power. But when I say power, I mean I'm going to line up and punch you off the ball. That's what I mean. Mm -hmm. And that's what Kentucky does really well. It's a little zone. They do add some counter in there, do add some pulling guards, but it's it's zone. That's why DeAndre Swift is a good uh, uh, comparison because DeAndre Swift was able to go with that one foot in the ground up stretch the it, scene. put the foot in the ground and gone. That's what Kentucky does. And against this Georgia defense, Daniel, you're playing into our hand with that because you add the quarterback element, you add the misdirection, you add the bad eyes for the inside linebackers, the missed tackling in the alleys, not up the middle of the safeties. That's what Auburn did well. Kentucky is not going to try to do that. They're going to try to go in between the tackles with a little zone, with a little uh, just off tackle right off tackle left a little iso a little motion with the y and all that sort of stuff you're playing into our hands with that you are because the strength of this georgia defense um is is twofold one it's the interior of the defensive line there it is um and those guys are playing very physical and very solid and two it's the play of the edge defenders particularly Chaz chambliss against the run he we talked about before on the overreaction show, Chance Chambliss did an absolutely unbelievable job, we thought, on Saturday. Bounced a lot of plays outside, crashed and blew up the tackle several different times on several different plays. Unfortunately, the linebackers and the safeties and the corners outside could not do anything with the quarterback and or uh, Hunter coming out and bouncing it wide. You're not going to see now, now. Kentucky might try to do. They're going to look at the tape from Auburn and see what Auburn was successful with, and they're going to try to do it. They're not going to try to run Devin Leary because Devin Leary can't run, but they are going to try to probably get Ray Davis outside a little yes. bit more. I would imagine. But to your point, that's not Kentucky's game. They, we, you're now forcing them to try to be somebody that they're not. For nope. Kentucky to line up and try to out physical Georgia, I do think is a bit of a different animal now. Does the linebacker play still give me concern against a team like Kentucky? Yes, it does. Does the play of 
Tyke Smith in this last game give me concern moving into a game like this against Kentucky? Yes, because those guys are going to have to be physical at the point of attack. They're going to have to fit in the right gaps, and they're going to have to make tackles in space when they have opportunities. They cannot let four-yard gains turn into nine-yard gains, turn into 12-yard gains, because if Kentucky gets rolling downhill, then they have the potential to make your life an absolute living nightmare. Yes. Now, one thing we did get right last game, there wasn't a lot of drives that Auburn sustained from 20 all the way to the other side of the field. There were a couple turnovers. There were a couple big chunk plays. But Kentucky, if if we limit them to four yards, if they're in between the tackles, and JDJ, as well as Smile, as well as Sori, as well as CJ, are good in between the tackles. They haven't been good bouncing outside to the alley uh, when, when Chaz does actually spill it to the outside like he's supposed to do. But if they're going to be in between the tackles, that plays into our hands. And if that happens, we can limit it to four yards per carry. And Kentucky, that's the thing that I don't think any team can do against Kirby Smart and Glenn Schumann. Because eventually they're going to sustain drive for 80, 85 yards. Auburn didn't have a lot of those. Again, short fields, big chunks. That's what blew everything open. Kentucky doesn't have that. That guy's he's slippery in the backfield. I completely agree. DeAndre Swift-esque. But he's doing it between the tackles, which is, again, playing into Kirby's hands. So yeah. four yards instead of eight, nine. The counterpoint exactly right. to that, though, is Kentucky got plenty of explosive plays against Florida. None of them were in the, pass, in the passing game. No. All of them were on the ground in the running game. And I submit to you, when Ray Davis finds a hole, and he's going to he's find going to. a hole, and he is one-on-one in that hole, with number 10, Clint. I don't, I, I would like not to talk more. I would like not to talk more. <laughs> well, you host a podcast where the thing that we do is talk. So you have made some poor choices in your life. I don't. We, he's going to put his foot in the ground. This is what I mean when I say that these, these players, 10, 23, 3, 6, the guys that we saw really underperform against Auburn, these guys are going to have to make plays in space Yes, because it's not just going to be flare outs to the wide receivers. It's not going to be deep balls down the field. Kentucky has plenty of explosive play capability. They're just not going to get it the same way that a lot of other teams are going to get it. We're going to have to make those tackles to limit those plays. Again, maybe it's a seven-yard gain and we make a tackle in space, but that saves a 30-yard gain down that's the sideline what you need that's to what do. you need to do against this kentucky team to your point to make them stretch out those drives let's talk about the georgia offense versus Ooh. the kentucky Ooh. defense right after this and this daniel is in fact bird dogs we've Should been stand on up? Do you nope. stand up? no well i i, I, I got them on right now you, you know what yeah i got this i got yes. the shorts on right now i'm not going short. to i'll knock short. my mic over i'll knock it's gonna be a whole thing just... but if daniel were to he's gonna show you the shorts or the joggers these are fantastic things we all have the joggers packed in the bag this weekend oh we're gonna be... wait we're mm. going to be mm. there it's gonna be a thing the joggers are fantastic bird dogs are fantastic it's got the liners you can take them swimming you could take them working out you could take them cruising down the boulevard wherever mm-hmm. you just down broad tailgate to tailgate Ooh, you my love goodness. You love to see it. That's what we'll be doing. You should do it as well. Get over to Bird Dogs right now and use promo code Locked On, and you get a free little gift with that. You promo code Locked On, you get a gift. Locked On College. That's locked On College. Promo. Thank mm-hmm. you. BirdDogs.com slash Locked On College or you know, the promo code Locked On College. Get a free gift with every single order you do. Bird Dogs, the best feeling shorts on the planet. 
Let's talk about this Kentucky defense, Clint, because um, they are good. Like, are they? They're good. They are, are they? seventh nationally in yards per play opponent allowed. They are fifth nationally in rushing yards allowed per game. They absolutely, you know, you've seen Florida play many times this season. We saw them get embarrassed against a Utah team that, by the way, is a joke. Like that Utah team is a joke and embarrassed Florida in week one's bad. We also saw them absolutely turn the tables and embarrass Joe Milton, Josh Heupel, and the University of Tennessee Volunteers. Florida prides themselves on the ability to run the ball. That is their that's their mindset. That's their MO. That is what they do. And um, Kentucky absolutely stifled them on the ground in this game. Part of what led to Kentucky's success. I mean, we're talking about Johnson had 42 rushing yards on 10 attempts. ETN had 29 rushing yards on 11 attempts, 2.6 yards per carry for a combination that I was told was the best running back duo in the SEC by Florida fans. Uh, Again, fifth nationally in opponents rushing yards per game, seventh nationally in opponents yards per play total. Now here is where you get things get a little bit interesting. They are 45th nationally in opponents yards per play passing. Hey, Graham Mertz. Let me just ask you, Clint. One word response is all that's necessary. Okay. Good or bad, Graham Mertz. Um, I to effectively answer this, it's real bad. Yeah. Well, I said only one word, but I'll allow a an adjective to just be an, a, an adverb to be put in there. Uh, Graham Mertz not good. No. Um, he was twenty five of thirty in there this game. Twenty five of thirty. That's pretty good. For 244 and two touchdowns. Now, he did throw an interception. Kentucky's defense did force an interception Sure, in this game. Um, they are opportunistic, and they do get after turnovers, and we've not even had time, really, to discuss. Maybe tomorrow's show, we'll just talk about turnovers. Like no, Because what is happening with this Georgia team in turnovers? It doesn't matter. This is, By the way, this it's, is really, really, really reminiscent of a couple of years ago. This is this yeah. storyline of the season is so reminiscent of a couple we'll of years We'll talk about ago. tomorrow. Yeah, Graham Mertz had actually a pretty reasonable day and and he was the reason Florida was even remotely competitive in this game not a good quarterback now Georgia brings Carson back to the table better quarterback than Graham Mertz and that is according to every metric according to every eye test according to every person who has ever seen a football game Carson Beck a better quarterback than Graham Mertz Georgia has better playmakers on the outside than yep. Florida does Georgia has the most elite player in college football and florida does not so this to me is the obvious on paper way that if you're the georgia bulldogs and mike bobo you say we are going to try to attack this kentucky defense because they are an elite statistical defense but against the run primarily not necessarily against the pass. do you agree or disagree with that plan of attack for mike bobo yeah, see, this is this is where I said, are they really good? Because if you look at eyeball tests as well as statistics, they are pretty good 
at maintaining against the, the big run plays. Again, stout on defense. They pride themselves in the trenches and on tackling. But where you can hit them is playmakers on the edge. That's where that's where Kentucky gets in trouble. Now I ask you, what did we see emerge this last game against Auburn? Because Auburn and Kentucky, very similar defenses. I, I contend very similar defenses. Mm-hmm. I I still say, Daniel, I still say our defense is better than both of them, but very, very similar defenses. We exploited in the middle on the hash playmakers in motion, getting out in space and then going Lad McConkie, Brock Bowers, Ra Ra, Dom Lovett, Rosemey. They played well when they were able to get out running on the open field. That's where Kentucky's going to be exposed, Daniel. So we're going to have to keep because Mike Bobo and Kirby Smart want to have a balanced attack. This is evident as beyond evident. Again, if you don't think if you think Carson Beck will ever throw 50 times a game. Please stop being delusional. Like that will never happen. Okay. Ever. I mean, yeah, but Kentucky can be exploited. Their, their explosiveness in the past um, game will be a liability for them. And I think with the emergence of Brock Bauer, the, the, uh, not the emergence of the, the continued success of Brock Bowers and with Carson Beck, there's going to be explosiveness that happens in the past game. So this is why I'm actually supremely confident. This Vegas line has me all feeling sorts of good. This we haven't even week. talked about the Vegas line. 17. I fe- 17. That's more than uh, this. It, things are getting wacky. They just, again, somebody knows something I shouldn't, or I don't because by all things last week, Georgia until- has not covered a single spread all year. Okay. And five and zero, top twenty-five Kentucky team that has never looked better than they never did last week against Florida. What is happening? Well, and I, now I they come in and Vegas says, "You want to bet on Georgia? Sorry, you cannot. You can't. You're not allowed. You are literally. We're not going to allow you to bet on and make money on Georgia because I think this is." What will happen is Stoops is going to Stoops and try to control the game. And this is going to get out of hand in a hurry. If they continue to stuff the run, what's going to happen is our playmakers are going to show out, Daniel. I have all confidence in that. I actually do as well. I have confidence in Carson Beck in the past game, especially at home. You saw what the deep middle was against Auburn sat back in the cover two, which, by the way, the fact that they were able to stop the run while sitting back in a cover two against this Georgia yeah. team should make you feel all kinds of feelings because we have, we have no running backs. You that. cannot drop two safeties against a Kirby smart coach, Georgia team ever and be able to contain the run game. Auburn had no trouble doing that, but the fact that they were sitting back there in two safeties meant that the deep middle of the field was where the hole was. And lo and behold, Carson Beck began to find it. Um, Supreme confidence in our quarterback and our playmakers on the edge and our offensive court coaches to get us in the right plays and the right sets to be able to make those make the most of those opportunities. I, I mean, it's only Tuesday and we'll get to locks on Thursday and I've not this. So there are no official predictions yet, but I'm just going to tell you right now, if you're laying 17 with Georgia in this game, you've never seen a Georgia Kentucky game in your entire life. First you've never all, watched it. You've never Again, watched. Let me Georgia let me Kentucky let game. me tell you what they always are. They are always 13, 16 at some point in the game. People are throwing rocks at each other, and that is what it is. Like that is literally the game. So I wouldn't lay seventeen if my life depended on it right now. Now by Thursday, who knows? You and I'll be on the road. We'll be. We'll be. We will be things together. Will be, we'll be together. Be, the and lather will Daniel be and I get to build. 
when we get together and we start talking. Let me tell you, by Saturday afternoon, the app's going to be open. The FanDuel app's going to be open on the phone, and we're going to be laying them. I I can't guarantee what happens at any Chili's. That's not on (laughs) me anymore. (laughs) Justin, just be on standby in case we need legal counsel. In case Clint tries to enter a Chili's. We have been barred from 25 states in Chili's. Uh, This has been Lockdown Bulldogs, part of Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We will see you all tomorrow. See ya.